0: what up everybody good morning it's your boy B on another episode of growing weed is for dummies and on this podcast we teach you that it's easy to grow weed and anybody could do it and on this episode i'm going to tell you about harvesting drying and curing your cannabis one of the most important parts Every part of the growing process is, is important, but this can determine whether your herb is good or bad, or if you can even use it, because this is a very sensitive time when you could over-dry your herb, or you can under-dry it, which will create a mold on your herb and make it totally useless or hazardous to use. So don't drop the ball on this process it's not easy it's since we don't have the tools we're not you know we're not trying to make a commercial grow operation that has ten thousand hundred thousand dollars backed in equipment we're not trying to do that we're trying to do this on a budget we're trying to do this the easiest and cheapest way possible to give us the best produce and the the greatest quantity that's what we're trying to do here so let me first back up and just tell you what this process is about before we tell you on how to do it so harvesting is what happens when you're when your plant when your cannabis plant when the herbs are all done um, becoming the best that they could become it's it's like when the the rose blossoms and then it dies. So we wanna pick the rose right at the best blossom. That's basically what we're doing with cannabis. We're, we're cutting it down at the best possible time in order to maximize the, the potency of, of our of our herb and to maximize, the obviously, the quantity of it. Because once it grows to a certain height and a certain weight, it's not gonna grow anymore. It'll start to die naturally. Cannabis is a seasonal plant. Seasonal means it grows for one season and then you harvest it and you regrow another one for the next season. That's why it's so profitable to grow hemp and cannabis and use it as a fiber for paper or clothing. Because it's seasonal. It grows really, really, really fast. And it grows big and it has strong fibers. The strongest fiber, the strongest natural fiber that we know probably in the world is the hemp stalk fiber. So that's why it's so lucrative is because it grows so fast and seasonally. You, you, You could grow the same amount every year. Where trees, trees take years to grow. And then you cut them down and you got to take years to grow them again. Cannabis is a yearly one. So when we say they're seasonal, that's what we mean by seasonal. So the plant, when you harvest, is basically cut it down when it's time to cut down. How do you know it's time to cut it down? Well, you go to your hydroponic store or you could go on Amazon I prefer you go to a, a hydroponic store and become friends with these people. They're going to be great assets to you. I'm not your growing guru. You need assistance from other people. I, I grow in a certain particular area in a certain particular way. And I do it this way because the, my experience has taught me how to do it correctly. And I had help and, and from my, my parents and other people. Who do you get help from if you can't get help from anybody? The person who is your salesman at the hydroponic store. They could become a really good asset to you. So I recommend you do this. Become friends with them. Buy a little microscope from them. A handheld one. It usually comes with a light. So you click on the light. You put it to the 150 magnet. uh, Maybe it's 150. I'm not 100% sure what the exact one. They have it already down on the little tiny magnifier, so you can look at the trichromes. The gardeners and the people who work at the hydroponic shops know exactly what I'm talking about. Just ask them. They'll sell it to you. It costs 10 to 20 bucks at the most. You can buy one of these microscopes and you look at the hairs on the plant, the trichromes. If you don't know what a trichrome looks like, Google it. Or you could always go on Instagram and look up other growers or go on my Instagram growing weed is for dummies and you can find pictures of plants on there and you can start to see what trichromes are they're little tiny hairs on the plant so when they turn a particular color that's when you want to harvest them I went through this already in a previous podcast but I'll go through it again really quickly there's three stages of your trichrome color Clear, which is like a translucent, there's a milky color, which is like a white, and then there's a dark, there's a red color, which is it turns kind of an oranges and then into a red color. I pick my, I harvest my cannabis when it's going more into the red. So I pick mine later than some people pick, some people pick them right when they start to turn milky. People pick it at different times. This is what I would do if I walked into my grow and I was keeping an eye on my herb on when to pick it. Um, I It's it's come down to almost a certain date, a certain amount of days. And then after that, after, say, 55 days of being in your flowering, you want to start looking at it. Start looking at the trichromes. Anything before then, you, you, should, you don't need to do it. You don't need to look at the trichromes. After two weeks of it being in there, you'll barely even have trichromes, you know, like so there's a certain time when you start looking at the end of the harvest. You you don't want to be handling these things too much. So after say 55 days of being in there, 50 days of being in there, you start looking. Eventually you'll see the color you want to see. The color I like to see was when they're starting to turn red. They're already milky and they're starting to turn red. Then... I'll set the date to pick them next week. Yes, I'm not going to cut them down immediately, and here's why. I don't want these plants to be in the middle of a of a feeding. You know, they just got they just got watered for half an hour, and now I'm going to cut down these wet plants. I, I'm not going to do that. I have a particular system onto how I do it. So I would, after I see what color I'd like, I would set, it, I'd set up what's called the harvesting. You wanna prepare, you wanna be prepared for this. And let me tell you the preparation of harvesting. So, first thing you wanna do, I, I will shut off the, the watering system for that day, and I will flush the system. If I don't have time, I'll flush the system the next day. But as soon as I see it, I I go on a seven-day thing. Or let's say I I look and it's a a Tuesday when I see it. I'll wait for the weekend. Harvesting is... Growing is a chore. It's a job. If you're growing a large quantity or big plants, say even if it's just two plants but it's a lot of of herb on that plant, it's work to trim and cut, harvest, cure. It's all this. All this is work. So don't think it's gonna be like easy or somebody's gonna do it for you. Growing can- good cannabis, regardless of how easy it may be, at the end of the day, you got to put your time and effort into it. It's work. Your fingers are gonna hurt from cutting and trimming, and tired of being sticky from from the, the herb. And at first it may not seem like this, but after years or a year or two years of doing this, you're going to be like, man, this is work. Because it is. So, I will do it on the weekend when I don't have to come home from a job and then do another job. So I'll plan the harvest for a weekend. I will shut down the watering system and flush the system. If you're following the Fox Farm Schedule like I taught you to or like I told you to in previous podcasts, Fox Farm Schedule Online it shows you certain weeks when you flush your system flushing the system means uh, you're taking out all the old water and fertilizer mix and you're just pumping regular water through it. And by regular water, I mean whatever water you, you normally use. You could, you know, your tap water uh, or whatever it is, as long as it's pH balanced, or you could use, you know, filtered water or water you get from the store. Use whatever water you've normally been using to flush your system. Make sure it's pH balanced as usual. And you want to flush in the system like flushing a toilet after you know, using the toilet several times, you finally got to get rid of the, all that excess shit, and that's what flushing it does. When you use just regular water, you're removing excess minerals, calcium deposits, calcium buildup, stuff like that. You're If you're using um, rock wool as a as your medium to grow in, then you're you're the, that stuff holds in a lot of the, the minerals and the fertilizer. So flushing the system helps push that excess out. <clears throat> so that's what you want to do. Starting as soon as you want to harvest your plant. You say, I need to flush my system. I need to flush it a couple days. Don't use any more fertilizer. Just use regular water. I need, in my mind, and this isn't, this hasn't been tested yet, but in my mind, I want to tell my plant it's time to die. Because and this is nothing's been tested. This is just my opinion. I believe that the plant might let off certain enzymes, certain proteins, maybe certain cannabinoids may be created. I don't know. None of this has been tested, but I believe you should. Your plant should know that it's time to die before you kill it. I, I I have this weird. Things are alive and they're, you know, trees and all these things are living things. So I want to kind of give it the honor and letting it know it's time to die before I just butcher it and kill it in its prime. And I want to let it dry a little bit before that too. It just makes the drying process easier. And I don't, from what I've seen, it doesn't harm the herb. Now, I don't have a, a testing facility to test all this, nor has any of this even... Some of this hasn't even been thought of That maybe you should let the plant die So it could create certain Proteins or enzymes Or cannabinoids within it To like Give it it's last Like here's the rest of me Bud enjoy it cause I'm now dying I don't know This is just crazy Thinking now Maybe it's cause I'm a little high And I believe in everything being alive I don't know The Gaia of the plant As the Japanese may call it So anyways I want to tell my plants Time to die So I just I won't feed it any fertilizer Until the the next weekend Because I'm planning on Harvesting it I won't Cut it down Or I won't cut it down Until I I haven't watered it For two days So I, I won't water it For a day or two At least give it One full day of no water it down the next day it just be easier on their drying process especially if it's super humid where you're at all right just trust me on this this is just experience i'm going off of and also if you don't put the light on the last day now this is super secret like nerdy shit i'm telling you not everybody does this not everybody even knows what i'm about to say but this is super fancy tricks and tips if you let the plant stay in the dark for a full 24 hours before you go and harvest it the resin glands will build up, it'll be so much more stickier and covered in white trichrome, it'll be so good, it, trust me, if you just leave it in the dark for a day I sometimes they even push it too, I always say one or two depending on, you know there's a lot of, depending on where you're at in the world and what type of lifestyle you have. There's just so much variables into this, but I like to leave it in the dark at least a full day before you harvest it. Don't give it any light. And it, it, when you tell your friends why your stuff is so good, just tell them there's a super cool trick I learned and to tell them about this podcast. And that's only one. There's going to be an entire podcast of tricks and tips to make your stuff dank. And that's just one of them. Um, also, The light will da- the, too much light, I'm sorry, that's not the right. too heavy of light. like the light's too close to your plants or because there's heat usually coming off these plants unless you're using LEDs, if you're using high pressure sodium, heat's coming off these. and it can make it could burn the top buds, could burn leaves, keep a distance between your light and your herb. Trust me, the, the leaves will tell you what's going on. So anyways, back to harvesting. I got off track for a second. You want to have a room to put your herb in after you cut it down. So you want to get that prepared also. Most people just use a closet. That's okay. Some people have an entire room dedicated to this. That's okay. Just as long as you have some type of airflow. It needs to be a dark, non-disturbed room. So... If you do have airflow, don't like put a fan onto your herbs. It'll blow the trichromes when they're drying, it'll blow them off. You don't want that. You want airflow but not direct airflow. So you want airflow where good air is coming in, good clean air is coming in, and bad air is going out. The way I do this is I do it in a closet, uh, and I leave the door cracked and I have a fan. Like holding the door open, and then it's blowing in good air and sucking out the bad air. I don't have um, any special equipment going on. No, I don't need it in the atmosphere I'm in. In Arizona, we uh, we have humidifiers in our in our area to keep the humidity at a certain level. That's important. To keep your humidity at a certain level, but clean airflow is also as important. And when you harvest, cut down the plant, cut it at the base, put it upside down, cut branches off, hang branches on to clothesline, clo- uh, clothes hangers. Just hang the branches on there. Make sure the branches aren't congested so they're not like a branch on top of each other. They need to have complete air, 360, 100 degrees. 160 degrees 360 degrees as much as you want to say it it needs to be 100 percent able to get airflow no buds on top of buds you want to cut all the water leaves off all the big fan leaves cut them off the sugar leaves which are the smaller ones that kind of wrap the bud you could leave those on those will protect the the buds and the trichromes from falling off And they're useful in other ways we'll talk about in later podcasts. Um, But the big, big fan leaves, the big, big leaves, cut them all off. Cut them all off. Um, You can save them. uh, Cut them off. Throw them in the freezer. Save them for later. Or if you know what to do with them, just Google it. YouTube it. You'll find a bunch of stuff. My favorite thing to do with these leaves is to uh, just wash them off and then juice them. And then you can freeze the juice and then uh, use it that juice in the smoothies. And you have a very healthy way of getting cannabis juice from the leaves. It's a fancy-smancy way of getting stuff from the plant without uh, using anything that... You're using stuff you would normally throw away. So um, this is how you use the whole plant. Juice those big fan leaves. Alright, back on harvesting. So... Cut it down at the bottom, hang it up. I already told you about pre harvest, letting it dry a little, letting it sit a little in the dark. Now we're cutting it down, cutting it into, into pieces, hanging it up on clotheslines, putting it in our closet or our room. Hang it up, have airflow, have correct humidity. You could use a humidifier or you could use a Thermometer, and because you don't want the room too hot. Um, plants, the thing that damages THC on the plant is direct sunlight and heat, as well as being too dry. If you dry, if you dry it out too much, that it, it converts the THC to CBN. Whole another geeky thing we'll talk about in another episode, but you, if you want high levels of THC need to keep control of the humidity the direct sunlight and the heat control these things and you could have high levels of THC on most of your products as long as you have good strains as well strains determine THC it's not just you could grow anything to be as good as as something else that's not true all strains are different all right so now we did we did the harvesting now we're drying it you want to let it dry in your closet for a, a week to ten days. That's the normal. Depending on the size of the buds, the size of your plant. If your plant produced a quarter ounce, you got seven grams off your plant, it'll probably dry a lot quicker. But a normal plant, which I would consider to be at least an ounce or two, a quarter pound is, is a good plant. I think growing it indoors, a good quarter pound plant, take probably seven to ten days to dry you'll know this by when you after say five days I would start to bend on the stem of the plant not the big gigantic stem not not the base stem all right I'm talking about this the little stems that are that the buds are hanging on try to crack those when one of those cracks when it snaps more than likely your plant's ready to go into curing. Um, Again, this is going to take experience. I'd rather you over-dry it than under-dry it. It's better to have dry weed that you can smoke than wet moldy weed that you can't use at all. So, I prefer and honestly, I kind of like my weed a little drier than most people I've noticed. It's just my preferred thing. I just, I like to be Quick on the go, crack it, put it in a bowl, take a quick hit, and be on my way. People, people talk. You know, they they want to spend hours smoking and and cleaning it in a grinder, and you know that's cool. I'm glad that you want to do that at the end of your night, and that's like a ritual. That's that's amazing. I got shit to do. <laughs> I don't want to be wasting my time cleaning weed. So I like mine a little bit drier. You're. This is a preference thing, also. You'll, you'll figure this stuff out as you go with your experience. Just use my um, use my advice. Get a little bit more advice online. Get a little bit more advice from your hydroponics guy. Don't get advice from your friends who've never done this before. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about, obviously, or they'd be doing it. Get advice from people who've done it or are doing it. Use your own experience. You're going to fail, a couple times. I've broken plants. I've got moldy stuff. I got super dry stuff. I've lost strains in cloning. I've done it all. I have walked into the room and my lights were off cuz I I tripped on the damn timer and turned it off. You know, I've done it all. I've messed up in every way possible. You're gonna mess up. Don't worry about it. If you got the equipment, you're only wasting your time and if you think it's a waste of time, you're wrong. You're learning. This is, you know, this is a learning process. So don't be discouraged by it. Reach out to me on Instagram if you want direct um, consulting. I'm doing it for free. I'm not charging anybody anything. Just hit me up on the Instagram. Direct message me. Growing weed is for dummies. And I'll help you out. You know, you can send me pictures, videos. We'll talk. I'll help you out in any way I can and I can give you direct one-on-one consulting to your particular problems. I can't think of everything or solve everything on a podcast every time. So reach out to me if if you have any issues, but you're going to fail. You're going to succeed. Just listen to me. Do the best you can. Reach out to me if you have any more issues. We'll get through this and you'll get good quality strains and good quality herb from those strains because trust me, you might grow some amazing herb and it was just a crappy strain and it never gets you high. (laughs) And then you got this beautiful, good smelling weed that just doesn't get you high and you're upset. You might just have the wrong strain. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. Let's continue the process. If you do it my way, we can get a harvest every three months. That's at least three to four harvests a year. Don't sweat it time, you know, time goes by fast and you're going to get a lot of good strains and you're going to become a professional at this and then you're going to be achieving the amount of success you want from this grow up and and you'll look back and you'll have the memories and experience to teach other people. So don't worry about it. All right. So we're on to curing. Curing is when you put when you put the herb, you put your buds this is when you want to take off your, separate your sugar leaves from your buds, and put your buds only into jars, into mason jars, airtight, sealed jars. And this is where you slowly, after what they, in California they don't smoke weed unless it's three months old. This is like fine wine to the to people. All right, so this is where you slowly over time. Pull the moisture out from the middle of the bud Out to the end of the bud This is where you slowly extract the moisture out of it And this is what brings about the smell The flavor This is like when you This is like pulling great wine out of grapes Alright, it's time consuming This is a hard part for cannabis growers Because they don't want to sit there and look at good herb And say, I can't smoke it for another month that's a long time to wait, especially when you've already been growing for three months. You're like, now, nah, nah, Sean, Shabi, you're telling me to wait another three more months before I even smoke it? Uh, no, you can smoke it whenever you want. I don't care. Put it in the microwave and sm- dry it and smoke it. Put it in a. In a uh, to do whatever you want with it. Now I don't care. It's your herb. You're a grown ass person. But if you want the best dispensary, dispensaries would do it for at least a month. So in California, they won't do it for three months They won't smoke it for three months, they'll cure it In dispensaries out here in Arizona, they do it for two weeks minimum A month is the norm So usually you'll smoke one month old weed when you go to a dispensary uh, Usually if, if you get it fresh from their, from their grow operation It'll usually be about a month old Um, How long it sits in their dispensary depends on how slow the dispensary is and how how crappy their inventory manager is. But on the norm, it's a month old. Uh, You don't get three-month cured herb in most dispensaries. No. But they they are... Most dispensaries... Well, I shouldn't say that. Most dispensaries are actually holding it wrong. Uh, They're putting it in plastic bags with sunlight on it and... Yeah, most dispensaries are actually holding it wrong. But the good ones, they they put it into C-volt. You can look this up online and order your own. They put it into C-volt um, containers and then put a a bovida, a, some people call it bovida, but a bovida um pack which is a moisture pack that um retains Moisture, it could give moisture to the container or pull moisture out of the container and back into the pack, the Bo- Boveda pack. They're really unique. They're cool. I recommend them. Um, so we just went through a lot of shit right there. I'm going to recap on the curing real quick. Curing. You take your bud off. You, you snap the stems Okay, so it's dry. So now I want to take all the herb off the stems. Take the herb off the stems. Now you also want to take the sugar leaves off of them too. You could put those in separate jars. Put the herb only into mason jars, airtight sealed jars. Like what you use canning for. You go to the Fry's store or your Walmart in the canning section. They ha- They sell them by the dozen probably. Pick up a dozen of them. I mean back when it was like growing weed is for broke ass people I was using pickle jars and in, in the glass Welch's grape strawberry jars I mean they're they're airtight as well so I mean you could really go <laughs> but but that'll that'll mess with the smell and the taste of your herb usually if you go putting it in a pickle jar so I I recommend you go to a Walmart or a Fry's food store in the canning department get the Mason jars from there put your herb in there you're going to want to open it once or twice a day i like to open it empty it out on a tray for for anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes depending on how much herb it is and how how dry how dry or wet the humidity is i mean if it's 120 degrees outside in the summer in july you probably don't want to leave it out very off very long but if it's september or August and it's go—it's monsoon season and the humidity is at 80%, you might want to leave it out a little longer. You got to make the smart, determined effort and come up with your own agenda. I'm putting it 5 to 15 minutes. Lay it out, then put it back in the jar. Do that once or twice a day for a month. And how will you know if your herb is cured? is when you clean it that it's not stringy to pull apart so you'll you'll know test out your herb try to clean it after uh three days of being in a jar you're gonna have to pull it apart it'll be stringy you're gonna get not a good flavor after a couple of weeks of being in the jars and curing it, you're gonna notice the the smell way more intense than it was the first day you put it in the jar because you're pulling out the terps, you're curing the herb. This is the curing process, and now you know. And knowing is half the battle. So, harvesting, drying, curing. It's not hard. Could take up to 3 months if you if you're curing it long term. I grow so much herb that I that I can have it after 3 months and it's some of the best weed. The best weed I ever smoke is the weed right before my next harvest. Because it's been it's been in jars for 3 months. I haven't smoked it cuz I have enough herb. After a certain amount of time, once your herb is cured and it's smokable, you don't need to open it up every single day anymore. You're just doing that so that the, the it gets new air into the jar and so that it doesn't get moldy. I mean, that's the main danger of this process. The harvesting, drying, and curing process the main danger is it getting moldy so you don't want to forget about it in a jar for a week the first week. you want to be it's very time sensitive with with this stuff. The worst case scenario is mold. The second worst case scenario is that you just over dry it and thus allowing you to smoke it anyways, you're gonna smoke the herb and now you'll be like shit. Now you could look back and say where did I go wrong? Did I leave it in my closet too long? Was it too dry then? Or did I leave the jar open overnight because I opened it to cure it and I smoked and I forgot about it and it was open all night long and now it's dry. Worst case, I mean, worst case scenario, you just get dry good herb. I mean, it's not it's 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 really not that bad. Most people are buying that stuff in Arizona from dispensaries at top dollar because the people who are holding it in the dispensary aren't doing it right. So, I mean that <laughs> at least you're not paying for it <laughs> in that sense and getting dry crap. So this is a big learning process. I appreciate you guys for listening. I really appreciate you guys. If you reach out to me on Growing Weed Is For Dummies Instagram, I super Super appreciate it if you reach me out, reach out to me on there just to say hi or hey, I listened to your podcast. Your bear sh- in the rabbit shitting in the woods joke was really funny, or your rabbit and hare joke was really funny, or something. You know, I got a couple of those coming, don't you worry. So, have a good day. I hope this helped you out. Reach out to me if you have any questions. during the entire growing process. Also, I'm posting certain things. Oh, I'm doing a giveaway on growing weed is for dummies. Sorry, I forgot. New giveaway. The first one's going to be a vaporizer that you... um, It's a battery vaporizer you attach your vape to. I got several of those to give away. Stickers, lanyards, dab mats... Pipes, bongs, CBD products, all of it, doing giveaways on Growing Weed Is For Dummies Instagram. It's starting this weekend, so keep an eye out for it if you want some free stuff. I might even give away stuff to grow with, growing tools and such. But anyways, you guys have a fantastic day. Go check me out on there if you want to be part of the giveaways. We already got hundreds of people following, got... Thousands of people listening. It's crazy. I really, really appreciate you guys. We're doing weekly vlogs now on here. So you're going to get much more content coming at you from the industry and from me about how to grow and keep your garden looking great. It's going into March right now and it's growing time in my life. So tons of content coming to you guys. The winter's over. Spring is here. Let's get it.